Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome into the DNVR Fantasy Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. My name is Jake Schwanitz. I'm joined by Kale Sorbo. Kale, how are we doing today, man? I'm doing great. My fantasy teams are not, but doesn't mean I'm not happy to be here. Same, man. I uh, My main league, my league with all my friends back home, it hasn't gone well. I was in a do-or-die situation this week, and we started the wrong player in the flex. Lost by less than 10 points. That's tough. I started 0-5 in my main league. Yeah, I started on five in this league too. It's not, oh, okay. it's really not going. It's really well. not been well. <laughs> no, um, I went all in on Najee Harris and Javante Williams, and that has proven to uh, be a losing formula this year. Yeah, that'll do it. I went. Well, I got hit with a double whammy a couple weeks ago. I had Jamar Chase and Ezekiel Elliott go out with injuries. Um, maybe not the best fantasy players, but Chase really was the guy that determined a lot of my success. Lots to get into, though, Kale. Um, we got plenty of news, the biggest news to start the day. And I think the most impactful news in terms of injuries in fantasy football this year, Cooper Cup is not going to be available for the stretch run. He is on IR with a high ankle sprain. Your thoughts? A heartbreaker, for sure. I mean, Cooper Cup has been carrying so many teams He for years at this point. Um it's just a heartbreaker. You hate to see it because guys go, there's really no replacement for a Cooper Cup this late in the season. There's no really trades to be made. So it's sort of a season ender for these guys. So you, you, my heart goes out to Cooper Cup managers who had <laughs> eyes on the chip this year for sure. Um, what would you do to try and make up for it in this, this late in the season? Well, it's tough to say. You obviously have to work the waiver wire. Um, we can get to that at a certain point. I think I immediately looked to Allen Robinson and the guys on the roster in L.A. right now. Ben Skoronek, um, Van Jefferson. Uh, there's some guys that are going to receive a little bit of a bump. I'm curious to know which of those three, actually, you believe in the most rest of the season here. I mean, Allen Robinson, he's been up or down this year for sure. Um, definitely a disappointing following all the offseason hype. But with him being the really only reliable option you have there, I'm a Van Jefferson guy, but he's so hit or miss. Yep. Just a guy that uses his jets to really open the defense up. And, you know, every now and then he had that one really nice touchdown last week. So I'm not trying to take that away from him. But just in general, he's not the reliable guy that I necessarily would would want to rely on versus Allen Robinson, I think, is going to get a lot of those targets. I agree. I've been a big Van Jefferson guy going back to him coming out of the draft. 
it's been fun to see him kind of grow in this offense. I do think it's taken a bit of a stall this year. Last year was a huge progression for him and the Rams. Um, just a step back across the board, it seems like. Just looking it up real quick, I think Allen Robinson, I had to go three pages deep, three tw- or 325 player pages deep to find him on the receiver rankings for this year. He's only scored 55 points in a .5 PPR league at this point. As you said, disappointing nonetheless. Let's move on, though. Some other injury news to get to. Probably the other big receiver, Justin Jefferson, was added to the injury report yesterday uh, with a toe injury. He's been limited at practice, obviously coming off probably one of many games of his life at this point. Yeah. Um, just your thoughts on Justin Jefferson so far this season. Should be should we be worried with this injury? I wouldn't be worried. I think he's going to be back even if he misses one week. He should be available for that stretch playoff run. And if you have Justin Jefferson, you're probably in the hunt this year. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. It seemed pretty limited. Um, plus, this guy is tough as nails. He plays through about everything. According to Yahoo, again, in a .5 PPR league, he is a number three receiver on the season. So keep monitoring that. Keep on checking in on his practice status throughout the week. Some more injury news. Kyler Murray could, quote, unquote, miss another week or so. This is from Roto World. Is Kyler even realistically a top option at quarterback at this point? No, he's not. He's not one of the five guys. And we've talked at length about your five guys, but you've got your Allens, your Herberts, your... um, You've got not your Herberts. You've got your Allens, your Jalen Hurts, your Mahomes, your Joe Burrows at this point. Kyler's not in that group of elite-tier quarterbacks at this point. He's really in the same tier as like a Justin Herbert, which is kind of a hit-or-miss guy. Has his huge weeks, has his down weeks. Um, But I wouldn't rely on Kyler to be a true home run at quarterback this year just at all. Yeah, it's been rough. That offense has gone through a lot. Hollywood Brown, though, his IR window has been activated. So he should be cleared to return to practice within the next three weeks. Moving on, some more injuries. This one probably more impactful for more people. The Chargers are having some wide receiver troubles. As we saw last week, DeAndre Carter had that 35 or so yard touchdown. Uh, My first question is, do you believe in DeAndre Carter? But should we be worried about Mike Williams and Keenan Allen's status this week? Yeah, I mean, always always be worried about uh, guys that, you know, have a history of having the injury bug just like those two do. Um, I mean, Mike Williams has been that guy for years, and he finally seems to be that consistent guy this year before getting hurt again. Um, but I do buy DeAndre Carter. His eye, he flashes when you watch him. Yes, he does. He's, um, he seems ahead. like a monster, just like his speed is real. And that's one thing that you can't teach. 100%, man. I've been impressed by him at multiple points this season. Even last year, I think he played for Washington, uh, not maybe not last year, but a few years ago too. And he flashed there also for me. So I'm with it. Um, just some quotes from. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, when asked if they will be able to play this week, Mike Williams said, maybe. Keenan Allen says, I hope so. So we'll see. Not a lot there. No, not a lot going there. Um, Our final injury note before we get on to the meat of this show, Mark Andrews also returns to practice. It's been a while for him. Yeah. Huge to have one of those one of those two tight ends that you really can count on to uh, put up numbers back in the lineup. 
um, down the stretch run, people are really going to need him. So it's great to see him back at practice. Again, in a Yahoo .5 PPR league, he is still the number two tight end, 50-some points behind Travis Kelsey. But he is ahead of Zach Ertz and TJ Hawkinson. Of course, Zach Ertz out for a while. Also, Dallas Goddard hurt also. Tight end struggles are real at this point. The tight end struggles, unless you have Travis Kelsey this year, the whole position has just been an absolute um, cluster for you. I I don't really have anything more to say other than it's good to see him back. Um, he's been one of the two guys that has been reliable when he has played, so you love to see it. Yes, you do. This tight end position has just been, it's been a thorn in my side all season long. I did pick up Greg Dulcich in one league, so that has me feeling encouraged. But if you listen to this fantasy podcast, I think we did this, what, right before week one? You were all over Travis Kelsey. He was one of your guys. Well done again, Kale. I mean, it's the easiest call in the books is build your team around Travis Kelsey because you're going to get something out of your tight end position when everybody else is getting nothing. And that is just such a huge advantage. It shifts the numbers in your in your favor. So um, it, it's worked out for me this year. I'm my one league that I went all in with Travis Kelsey. I'm doing well. So love to hear that. It's going to wrap it up for our news and headlines on the day. It's a big day here at DMVR, Kale. We have made the decision to unlock our website. The content, written content, I should say, is no longer behind a paywall. Um, and there's also tons of great deals going on. We have changed our membership structure. Uh, if you want to become a diehard member, there's so many great perks that come along with that. There's a members-only Discord. You get 15% off your entire tab at the DMVR bar. Uh, extra raffle tickets at watch parties. Uh, you're going to be able to get exclusive content on the site. Uh, we're going to do a lot of fun things there. I know I will on the buff side uh, get into a lot more film stuff. Uh, I think we're going to do something with Dev uh, from DMVR Nuggets talking about this buff's recruiting class. You get a free DMVR shirt or hat with your annual membership. Also, you get exclusive member prices in the DMVR locker. Uh, tons of great stuff. It's an exciting well, time to be a diehard at DMVR. And members-only events. We've got the yes. first of which going on tonight, um, or I should say diehard-level events. Um, they're not members anymore. They're diehards. Yep. Um, but diehard-level events, we've got the first one coming on tonight, November 17th. We've got a bunch of Hall of Famers coming in for a meet-and-greet uh, for a partnership with LaCroix Hockey. So it should just be super, super cool. Um, I'm excited for this next step in our company and – this is the biggest change we've had since I got here, um, other than when we rebranded to DNVR initially. So uh, it's definitely a big day here, and it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a fan of DNVR. 100%. And I'll tell you this, as someone who has been a DNVR fan and a BSN fan for a long time, watching the evolution of this company and being a part of it has just been amazing, and I'm really excited for this next step. For all of us, make sure you check out the DMVR Sports Twitter and all the beats on Twitter. You can read a ton of new content right now, new to a lot of people. Um, again, web content is not behind a paywall, so get on that. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, though, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. You can also check out their stepped-up same-game parlays where your odds are boosted with each leg of a parlay that you add. Tons of great deals across the homepage of DraftKings Sportsbook also. 
Just download the app, scroll across the top. Tons of stuff going on. How have you been doing in betting this year? I'm doing great betting on basketball. I've been hitting those same game parlays like they're nothing. I got to be honest. Uh, so the Nuggets have the Nuggets have done well for me this year. Michael Porter Jr. hitting threes yep. has been free money all year, mm-hmm. um, other than last night where he had a rough game. Um, but I've just been hitting those threes like nobody's business, throwing them in with some other low odds. Um, SGPs, you get that boost for every leg you add on, and then all of a sudden 10 things that are pretty likely to happen all happen, and all of a sudden you're at a plus 475 bet, and it all comes through. So it's been a great, great year for betting basketball-wise for me. Love that. I'm going to have to talk to you some more about that once we get done with this show. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Again, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Let's get into our main topic today, Kale. We are going to look at the t- more, most important positions, really. Quarterback, wide rec- uh, running back, wide receiver. And talk about who we think will be the top player at those respective positions rest of the season. We'll talk about those headliners at each position first. And then we'll get into some wild card picks. I think we're uh, both excited about those wild card picks. It's a lot of opportunities to improve your team down this stretch run. Totally. All right, quarterbacks, here we go. The top guys right now, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, dealing with that elbow injury, he's been secretive, coy, uh, whatever word you want to use in that department about this injury. It's, I mean, he played on Sunday. I think we can agree he wasn't at his best. He doesn't look like himself. He's starting to make some of those boneheaded decisions that you, you saw a couple years ago that seemed to have gone away, and then all of a sudden he's just flipping the ball to the other team. So my question is, is are you concerned about his health and his play, could he be QB1 down the stretch? And if not, would you rather have Justin Fields, Patrick Mahomes, or Jalen Hurts? I think the obvious answer here is Mahomes. You just have to buy into him playing his best ball at the most important times. He's the best player in football, in my opinion. And you just have to buy in on him uh, with Fields' injury issues. I just really, I mean, with Allen's injury issues... (laughs) I would just buy in on Mahomes. Um, And the other guy that I think uh, really has consideration here is is Justin Fields, who's just been a monster. They've really unleashed him with his legs. And down the stretch, I only see it getting better and better and better. Well said. If I had to pick anyone, I think I would pick Josh Allen. I like his schedule down the stretch. The injury does concern me a bit. But we saw even on Sunday when he's not playing at his best, when he's hurt, He's still able to do some crazy things, and that receiving core is going to put up points. I will say I do like the Justin Fields argument just because I love a running quarterback in fantasy. You can throw Jalen Hurts into there too. How about Tua? Man, I'm all in on this Dolphins offense. This is the offense that I think you need to buy stock in regardless of where you're getting it. Uh, It's just so exciting. Um, He might be a wild card to throw in there, um, but... That offense is just so explosive, so much fun to watch, that I'd buy stock wherever you can get it. And if that's Tua, I'm going for it. Yeah, I agree. So outside of those top four, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, 
Where are you willing to throw a dart on the rest of the field here and bet on someone else to finish the season as QB1? It's Joe Burrow. It That's has it? to be Joe Burrow. <laughs> um, he's the only guy that I really see putting up gaudy numbers like he did down the stretch of last year, um, just in an all-out hunt to get Jamar comes back, hopefully, and they're just putting up numbers like nobody's business. I like that one. I love the Tua pick. Um, I think Lamar is also a sneaky player in this department, too, just because, as we mentioned, Andrew's coming back. We also know about Lamar's ability to run the football. I do like the Joe Burrow pick, too, especially seems like Chase might be coming back next week. He's wow. not going to be available this week. Um, there was a little, you know, the little blue box update that I saw this morning on my fantasy team. So that's encouraging to see, but plenty of options at quarterback. Let's move on, though. Hold up. I do want to highlight Jalen Hurts' schedule down the stretch because it. it is very, very soft. He's got Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. Now, some overperforming teams, but nobody there that you feel really confident is going to be able to stop that offense. Well said. I mean, they're on such a roll. They took their first L of the season last week. But even then, they put up 30 points. Yes. Well said. I agree, man. This team has just been a lot of fun. They've really figured out just how to make Jalen comfortable. I think that was my biggest concern coming into this season was his ability in the passing game and just being able to grow in that department. He's made the jump with leaps and bounds. On to running backs, though. Top-ranked guys as it stands, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Christian McCaffrey. Who are you picking from that top group there? Down the stretch, I'm probably taking Christian McCaffrey. Um, this might be a little bit of a homer pick here, but I just really love what I've seen about the, uh, the ability he has to play all over the offense in San Francisco. Uh, I mean, the amount of... The amount of snaps he's getting from the slot on the outside in the backfield, he's just playing all over the place. They're really using his, him as this sort of skeleton key that's unlocked their offense, and I just think it's really exciting stuff. Um, I'd probably take my pick from McCaffrey. That's a little bit of a homer pick. Um, the other obvious pick for me is Eckler, who's just been a monster this year. Yeah, Eckler has been a touchdown machine. I agree with you on Christian McCaffrey. I think I got to go with Derrick Henry, though. This guy's really started to find his stride in five of his last six games. He's gone over 100 yards. He's had multi-touchdown games in three of his last five games also. And looking at his schedule down the, down the stretch here, this week he's got Green Bay, Cincinnati the week after, uh, at Philadelphia, maybe a little tough one there, but then Jacksonville in the fantasy playoffs, Jacksonville, Chargers, Houston, Dallas, I love Not a lot of run defenses you're scared of there. No. I mean, you look at someone like Philly with that front. Uh, you look at Dallas with that front. That is week 17 against Dallas, so that might be a fantasy championship for a lot of people, a lot of Derrick Henry owners. Um, but you got Houston. You got Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Um, he's primed for a run, I think. Wild cards. Or actually, you know what? Before we get to wild cards, is Jonathan Taylor a sleeping giant? The answer is no, I think, because I, I think it's just been proven this year that he doesn't, he's not that guy. He's just not that guy this year. And um, I don't really know why, but with the coaching change, I don't really trust it. Um, is there really any reason for us to buy him as a sleeping giant, Jake? 
I mean, he's about all they got, man. Um, they're still... Seems like Jeff Saturday is going with Matt Ryan. He did have a great game last week against the Raiders. Uh, 22 carries, 147 yards, and a touchdown. 23.3 points in a .5 PPR league. But they're not throwing him the ball anymore. He only had yep. two targets last week. Yep, that's the concern. Also, the schedule, not ideal. Philadelphia this week, you get Pitt, Pittsburgh at Dallas, and then you get a week 14 bye, which is brutal for fantasy. Brutal for fantasy managers. Um, let's go to wild cards, though. Outside of all those names we just mentioned, if you had to throw a dart at a running back here to be RB1 rest of the season, who do you got? K9, baby. Let's go. He's just like, man, he's electric to watch. He's so fun. He's so fast. My only concern is it doesn't really make sense that they don't really throw him the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but, God, he is fast. He's legit. I like ETN down the stretch also. He's got a favorable oh, schedule. Love ETN. Um, I mean, if he, you listen to this podcast, you know how much we love Travis Etienne. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> he was in the top listed uh, guys I talked about. But I think after Derrick Henry, I got to shout out Josh Jacobs. He's just been phenomenal all year and could be a potential league winner. He really has been. I mean, he was a guy I was telling people to avoid coming into this year, and I've got egg all over my face on that one. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. Moving on to wide receivers here. Top guys as it stands, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, JJ, Devontae Adams. Who are you picking? Tyreek. Buying in on that Miami offense, man. Yep. Um, there's really just like no other way I can uh, I can put it other than just like that offense is electric to watch, and they are electric and putting up fantasy points. And Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Tua and buy all the stock you can into the Miami offense. One hundred percent with you. He's been the wide receiver one to this point, and I think he's got a fantastic shot to finish the season there too. As you mentioned, that offense just so much fun. With that being said, though, is Jalen Waddle a dark horse to be wide receiver one rest of the season? You know, it might. He might be, um, just because of how productive he's been so far, and we're starting to see him develop more of a route tree and not just be that burner. It's really been impressive what he's been able to develop into. Um, they've got two true wide receiver ones that have elite speed. Um, I don't know if he's going to overtake Tyreek, but man, would I buy in on Jalen Waddle? I don't know if he's got, I don't think he's to answer your question. I don't think he's a dark horse to be wide receiver number one, but that doesn't mean I really, really am not buying in on him. Cause I would buy all the stock into Jalen Waddle. I can. I'm with you. Uh, the dolphins on by this week. So that hurts for Tyreek Waddle. Tua owners. But yeah, he's been awesome. I mean, I loved him coming out. It's a top 10 pick. I mean, it's not anything crazy, but man, this guy has lived up to the billing, I think. And then some. He is in a Yahoo 0.5 PPR league, wide receiver six behind that top group of guys. Uh, Cooper Cup being the one guy we didn't mention because obviously he is now going to be injured. Where are you throwing your dart at here at wide receivers? Um. I mean, it's hard to take a, a true dark horse here. I, I really like would like to say like Justin Jefferson, but he's one of those guys. So if yeah. he went <laughs> off the rest of the season, it doesn't shock me, you know? Right. How about I throw this one at you? DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, Nuke. Okay. I like it. Um, 
he's certainly got the upside and the guy he's been that guy in the past so it wouldn't be shocking to me but am i counting on it happening i i definitely am not just with how out of sorts that offense has looked in general i hear you um some other guys that i like maybe not wide receiver one uh down the stretch type of guys but guys that i think can be really impactful down the stretch i'm loving mike evans coming off of uh or he's on by this week um, and then I'm also really liking A.J. Brown and the work that he's been doing in Philadelphia. Love A.J. Brown. Only 1.2 points in fantasy last week. Concerning? No, I just think it was a Devonta Smith week. And I think when you have so many different options on offense that like it's going to happen sometimes. You're right. You're right. Um, do you want to talk tight ends maybe? I mean, we talked about the top of the show, how it's just been a minefield with injuries and just struggling to find production, really. I mean, um, let's let's talk some dark horse guys that might help you win your league a little bit. Um, you already mentioned one, but Dulcich is obviously the number one. He's become the number one option in the Broncos offense, which is crazy to say and sad to say. But he might put up some points and help you win your league um, moving forward. Hunter Henry has been a sneakily productive guy this year. And other another guy I would throw out there is just Hawkinson. I think post-trade, he's an absolute perfect fit in that Minnesota offense. They're using him in all the right ways. And he's a monster in that blocking scheme as well. So he's going to earn his targets through that blocking. And I really, really like Hawkinson down the stretch. Uh, maybe in a, like a tight end three type of situation. Like that. I like David and Joku down the stretch with Deshaun Watson coming back, but I think my favorite guy down the stretch has got to be Cole Komet. The last two weeks, he's had fantastic games, multi-touchdown games. Five touchdowns scored in the last three games for him. He had none wow. before that. Wow. I mean, it's we all were talking Cole Komet early season, so might as well finally buy in. Four receptions, 74 yards, two touchdowns last week, five receptions, 41 yards, and two touchdowns the week before. Chicago, I mean, out of nowhere, a team that I thought was going to be one of the worst, if not the worst football team in the NFL. All of a sudden, life has been breathed into the Chicago Bears. Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here, Kel? Uh, let's look at some defenses to stream. Okay. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. You know, I've actually been riding the Broncos in multiple leagues all season. Good for you. You probably got them a nice value in the draft, too, after the last couple of years that they've had. Mm -hmm. um, I've been streaming defenses. I need to apologize for my Raiders take last week. They were <laughs> going up against the Sam Ellinger Colts, and I thought that was going to be an absolute disaster, and they ended up getting negative points. Um, Patriots. I've given I'm going back to the Patriots while they're playing the Jets this week, and I just think Zach Wilson doesn't have it. It's going to be a low-scoring game, and then... The other one I like is take your pick of Commanders and Texans. It's going to be a slow-scoring, sloppy game. Take whoever you like there and just ride that defense. They're not going to hurt you. Love Anybody that. Anybody else you see that you really like? Um, I like Philadelphia. I think they have a great stretch coming up here. They have Indianapolis this week. They get Green Bay the week after, Tennessee after that. They also set up beautifully for a fantasy championship week in Week 17 against the New Orleans Saints at home. 
the New Orleans Saints have just been really struggling in terms of everything offensively. Yeah. Um, so I like that. In terms of a pick for Week 11, pulling up here, I mean, who did you mention again for this week? Uh, I just took I took the Commanders or Texans, and then I took the Patriots. Commanders are a nice one. Cincinnati playing Pittsburgh, I mean, that's a risky play, but I think there is some value to be found there. Um, and as I mentioned, Philadelphia this week against Indianapolis. A deeper dart throw. Let's see what we got. How do we feel about Tennessee against Green Bay? This is a game that's being played tonight. Tennessee's defense. Risky because you're throwing it out Thursday, so it locks in. There's nothing you can do about it. That's true, but Tennessee's defense, at least in Yahoo, double-digit points the last four weeks after the bye. That is including games against Kansas City. Um, Some cupcakes, though. Denver, Houston, Indianapolis. They got Green Bay coming up. Green Bay, struggling offense. Um, God, I got to be honest. It's a little bit too bold for me. I don't think I'd make that move. Okay. You got to take some risks at this point, especially if you're a two and eight team like I am right now. So that's where I'm headed. Um, yeah, man, really appreciate uh, you having me on and doing this show. It's a lot of fun. I love doing these shows. I, I have to say, I think my favorite show we do or I do is the draft pod because I get to talk NFL and college football. This one right behind there. Uh, don't tell the Buffs fans. Sorry, guys. I've had a blast, too. Thanks for coming on, Jake. Absolutely. We'll catch you guys next time on the DMBR Fantasy Show. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm like totally sick brained.